Hello everyone, welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I'm your host, Dan Scotland. If you're currently a medical marijuana patient and want to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at IamCannabisSativa at gmail.com. Feel free to hit me up on Instagram at IamCannabisSativa. Feel free to check out our official Twitter account at Pod. You can also find and subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor FM, Overcast, Radio Public, TuneIn, Stitcher, and the Google Play Music Store. Please rate and review us on iTunes, as rating and reviewing us will bump up the pod on their algorithm and put this project in front of even more eyeballs. If you like what we are doing, please become a Patreon supporter of the podcast and support us. Supporting us helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. You can do this by going to www.anchor.fm slash podcast slash support. You can also support me on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash podcast. You can support this podcast for as little as $1 a month. We also have a $5 tier if you are feeling extra generous. Howdy y'all, Dan Scotland here, joining you from Legal Grassachusetts, the heartland of America. So for today's episode, we're going to be talking about um, how medical marijuana uh, works in Canada, particularly in Alberta, Canada. Um, we had an interview last year, last summer, with... Um, Justin Summer of the memorabilia group uh, or the memorabilia um, company Memories on Hand. They get um, infuse um, memorabilia from family members, from deceased family members, or mementos from family members, and they can put it in a ring. They can put it in jewelry. Um, they can even in in if you're in Canada, of course. Um, this doesn't apply to us in the states or other countries, but if you're in Canada, they can even infuse your favorite cannabis strain in the jewelry or memorabilia that they create for you. So, um, so we had an interview. Um, we talked about a lot of different topics, one of which was how medical marijuana worked in Canada. Um, so Justin, ex- so Justin explained and shared his experience with, um, how the system worked in Alberta. Enjoy. So, um, sort so, um, like what are like, um, what, what like, I know you mentioned that you're a medical patient, so could you sort of like, if you can, like, d- describe like how the medical process works? Like, I, I mean, I know you could probably only speak to Prince Edward Island, but um, just like how, how, how yeah. I actually became a medical patient when I was living in Alberta. So I was in the western end of Canada at that point. Um, so the process for me personally, uh, there was a company that offered this online consultation app. So they would pretty, you would pretty much sign up. Uh, they would screen you. You'd have to send them a picture of your ID to make sure it was you and all this sort of stuff. And uh, they would screen you and then set up a Skype call. So it was what they're calling uh, telemedicine, I guess is the appropriate word for it. So you would have a consultation with a nurse practitioner uh, via Skype or a FaceTime uh, interview pretty well. So my, my nurse practitioner that I met with was actually in Ontario. So they were in central Canada. So I was in the western end of Canada. 
I had a consultation with a nurse practitioner in central Canada, and then uh, and then we spoke about my ailments, and she said, well, maybe let's try this. We'll try it for X amount of time, see how it's working, and then we'll do a follow-up consultation to see if it's working for you. So I was first prescribed uh, oil for my ailments, and uh, that oil was a polyblend, like I had mentioned before, and I found it really wasn't working for me. So on the next consultation with my nurse practitioner, I said, eh, I'm not really liking the uh, THC content, uh, which, by the way, I had full range of uh, either choosing straight THC, straight CBD, or a poly blend uh, via my licensed producer. But I, I had mentioned it to her, and she said, well, let's maybe try and just do a 100% CBD for you. And sure enough, off of her guidance, I found what worked for me. Uh, so once I had my script, uh, they they sent my prescription to a licensed producer of my choice in Canada. And uh, I called the licensed producer. They screened me, made sure it was me who was calling. They had my prescription there, and they said, okay, Mr. Summers, you can you can have up to 30 grams of uh, dry flour in your possession at a time. Uh, you can only order one month worth of your script at a time. Uh, so I, I had a prescription for five grams a day. Uh, I never even came close to using five grams a day, uh, but they they would sell me up to 30 grams at a time up to my prescription filled for a month. So, uh, and that all came through Canada Post. It was unbelievable. It was really surreal because, uh, you know, I had been a cannabis user in the black market days as well. And uh, to think that I could go online and speak to somebody who cared and had a educational background, uh, get a prescription, order my <clears throat> order my medicine online, and have it shipped to my door was unbelievable. It it, it was it it almost seemed like uh, like a cannabis user's dream world. <laughs> <laughs> wow! So so it, so it wasn't a hard process. I'm taking it was pretty like straightforward. Uh, it was pretty straightforward for the most part. I did have to take a few uh, uh, pre-screening, uh, uh, um, I don't know what the word for it is, like worksheets and stuff like that. Like they have a selection of questions that you answer, and based on your answers, they can kind of pre-screen you to see if there was any uh, you know, abuse history, like substance abuse history. Uh, any predisposition to addictions, uh, uh, you know, any predisposition to uh, a mental illness or uh, anything of that sort, bipolarism or anything uh, of that sense. So uh, I wouldn't say it was easy. It wasn't right away. It was probably took me three or four business days to get everything kind of ironed out and, and working. But overall, the general uh, the general flow of everything was very smooth. Okay, so so I'm taking it's just like it's it's just people, just that a lot of people just can maybe prefer the convenience of the black market is why. Um, well, like if, if if the process is like pretty straightforward or whatever, but you have pe- a lot of people that just go on the black market. Do you think it's people just rather just oh I could just call my guy and boom it's there or. Yes and no. Uh, Some people aren't in the financial position to buy their medicine up front. Uh, So, yeah, they go to the black market because they have $20 and they're going to go buy 
enough cannabis to have a few joints for the week or something like that. I'm sure that happens all the time. <clears throat> but the biggest reason that people still participate in the black market is mostly due to the regulations on strains and genetics and concentrates and and all of that sort of stuff. Edibles, like I, I just seen that the Canada, Canadian government came out with some more framework on edibles uh, today. I haven't had the chance to read the article, but uh, they came out with some more framework there. But uh, like there's a lot of strains and genetics that are very popular on the black market uh, that aren't available on the legal market. So people will constantly be looking for a better strain or, you know, a higher THC count or whatever their preference is. And, and you're pretty restricted on what's available legally at these uh, government stores. Wow. Wow. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's kind of like, I mean, we're sort of having like similar, like, um, I I call it growing pains. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're having similar sort of, uh, issues, um, with, um, our sort of legalization where like, um, you know, the, like we only have like 20 stores in, in, in our, in our state, I think 20, 21 stores out of like the population of almost 7 million people. And it's just like, they're, they're slow rolling the, the sort of process. And like, um, it's just, it, it's really expensive right now. And like, so many people are like on the black market and um it's you know i i recently had a buddy like share their grow which was really really appreciated but like the prices here like even for medical are just like off the charts it's like 15 a gram it's like i have to sort of i have to be strategic about where where i go and like you know which which locations are doing good deals and just but yeah like like medical patients are sort of Guy in the black market is ten dollars straight up per gram, right? Like, and if you buy some more, you're you're getting a better deal. That's that's one thing that the government really uh, lacked on here was bulk quantity orders. Uh, so if I go to a legal spot to purchase uh, cannabis here in Canada, I have to pay per gram, no matter how many grams I'm buying. I'm paying per gram. If I go to Steve or Joe who lives down the street. And they're a black market dealer. If I'm buying a gram, okay, I'm paying $10. If I'm buying a an eighth, I'm paying $30. If I'm buying a quarter, I'm paying 45 You know what I mean? So, like, you kind of get that deal. By the more you buy, the better deal you get. You don't get that with the legalization. Wow. So even though my prescription says that, yeah, Justin, you can have five grams a day, uh, I'm I'm paying for five single grams by the time it's said and done on the invoice. I'm I'm being billed for individual grams instead of say five grams straight up. Yeah, like they really need to like like um, like a lot of states need to sort of lot or just like our our con- like our countries need to sort of like work these things out a bit better. Like um. It, you know, like the, the, the pricing is yeah, going totally. to. If you find yourself coming around often to my podcast and want to support our humble little project, there are quite a few ways you could do so. Supporting us helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. You can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash i am canvas sativa podcast slash support you can also support me now on patreon at www 
www.patreon.com slash podcast. You can support the podcast for as little as $1 a month. We also have a $5 and above tier if you are feeling extra generous. Additionally, if you wish to get in contact with us, you can leave a voice message on Anchor, and you can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash i am canvas sativa podcast and click the send voice message button and i may just play it on a future episode you can also call and leave a voice message at 617-466-9389 and i may just play it on a future episode feel free to join the ever expanding i am canvas sativa podcast planet on discord we yes we've got a discord channel and that Discord channel can be found at https colon slash slash discord dot gg greg greg slash six five t g two n r. Again, that is https colon slash slash discord dot gg slash six five t g two n r. Feel free to check out Sequoia Organics for a great source of CBD and hemp-based products. You can check them out by the link https colon slash bit slash 33fkrv9. And you can enter the following coupon codes for extra discounts such as dog treat 20, tincture 20, 40, percent sign off ISO, 15% sign off CBD. And that applies to the entire store. And if you're in Northeast New England and you're in Eastern Massachusetts, especially, or, or um, Southern New Hampshire or Southern Maine, then you can get some great and inexpensive CBD flour delivered directly to your door very quickly. And you can do this by going to https colon slash slash shop dot boston empire dot com slash question mark ref equals d scotland and as always everyone stay medicated my friends peace out and ciao